If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going? Good, Connor. For all of the viewers, uh, or listeners, whatever you want to call them, uh, we've just been through 15 minutes of tech support. Um, <laughs> at which po- at one point you said, how do we do this regularly? <laughs> because we're on episode, I don't know what the fuck, 137 weeks or something? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, that is three episodes a week for that long. That's over 400 episodes. And I'll be honest with you, Sean, sometimes my microphone, I've got a new one. Yeah. And I still have to think, how do I plug this in? What's going on? (laughs) Is this going to actually record sound or does it just look cool on the desk? I'll be honest with you, for that whole intro, I was looking at my mic sounds to see if the bars were going up and down and it was recording. And I wasn't even concentrating on my words. Did I do a weird news intro? I'm honestly not sure. You sent me a bunch of uh, samples of this. This is fucking completely out there. You sent me a bunch of microphone samples earlier. I did. One of them was, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero, where we take the weirdest news stories from around the world. Like, you mashed all of the intros together. I was just checking a mic. I was doing tech. I'm just trying to be professional. And look, dress for the job you want. You're dressed as a man who knows how to use a microphone. I will say that about you. I lied. <laughs> um, I'm dressed like Barry Manilow. <laughs> Not a lot of people know. <laughs> Just randomly. Um, so this is weird news, Sean. What do we do here? Other you than talk nonsense. Other than talk nonsense, not a whole lot. But in between yes. the nonsense, you have spe- uh, spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me. I've been avoiding news stories for fear of corrupting my mind with the powers of the internet. Hmm. That is absolutely true. And the- I have already corrupted my mind. So I can only bring you the corruption on oh, a weekly gosh. basis. Bring You the Corruption sounds like a very good emo band, by the way. Oh, that would be my band if I was 16 <laughs> and I wanted to put it to the man. That would be my band now, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, to be honest. You're still trying to reform Evanescence 2.0. It's going to happen. What it is. <laughs> I will bring them to life. 
<laughs> so, Sean, we are starting this week. I wanted to do something different. And I just sometimes like to change it up. And sometimes this every episode could be somebody's first episode. Mm. And so what I've done this week is I'm going to start off with a Florida man story, Sean. Because... <laughs> Why not? I control the narrative. I can do whatever the fuck I want. The horizontal and the vertical. So in yes. terms of you often chart this show like a roller coaster where sometimes it's build, 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 massive Florida man story and then steep drop off of mentalness. <laughs> so what you've done, you've started the roller coaster possibly on Mount Everest and then yeah. we're just going to slowly make our way around the world Snowpiercer style. <laughs> that was... Yes, I suppose. Good, excellent. <laughs> Just so we're all on the same page, guys. What a strange simile. I just, I, um, that was one of those sentences I started talking and did not know where it was going to end up. Ended in Snowpiercer. Would not have had money on that. Um, <laughs> so, Sean, we are starting with this week with Florida Man who was involved in a, in a vicious assault. A vicious assault on his own daughter, Sean. Because oh. I have... Florida man arrested after striking daughter with a slice of pizza. Hmm. By God. Right. Okay, what was on the pizza? This is... Um, what's acceptable and what's not? I mean, pineapple not acceptable. Not just because it makes my mouth tingle. I don't like it. Mm. Uh, but also, it's just weird. Uh, I'm a Hawaii pizza man. Are you, I don't want to say it. Your favourite style of pizza is Hawaiian pizza. And like, I <laughs> look... I don't mind the flavour, it's the texture that gets to me. Are you, are you like, I respect you, but no, No, (laughs) to me. I just, look, I, we're fairly sure, I said it's like me and like people I know, are fairly sure that I'm allergic to pineapple, because every time I eat it, my mouth stings, like really badly. (laughs) Well, I would just grow up, I would maybe just grow up and just have some pineapple, just maybe toughen up. That's a fair point, Connor. Um, <laughs> what is the sharpest pizza topping, though, is my question. <laughs> the sharp- oh, um, I mean, the ham in the Hawaii is, is pretty tough. Um, it curls up at the edges, do, that's true. They, they cut the mushrooms very thin sometimes. That They could be used as little saucers if they fly the wrong way. That's true. I like it. What's, okay, you, so we, we know your pizza order is the weird one. Uh, my one... <laughs> I'd have to say probably at the minute, maybe ham and mushroom I quite like. Uh, okay. I also like a spinach and tofu pizza. Quite. A, Are you quite a man for a barbecue sauce? Underlayer. It depends because sometimes it's too sweet. It's a very sweet barbecue sauce. But if it's like savoury, maybe a, a chipotle barbecue perhaps. That's the ideal thank, sauce. Thank you for tuning in <laughs> to this food podcast. Oh yeah, sorry, um, a lad hit his daughter with a pizza. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, no, you remember Florida Man? <laughs> oh, so yeah. on Sunday, May 23rd, at around 3.50pm, the Indian River County Sheriff's deputies responded to a residence for a disturbance between a father and a daughter. Deputies say upon arrival, the victim, Kristen Warden, a 20-year-old female, had what looked to be tomato sauce on the left side of her face, Sean. Left side? Interesting. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I just, I, if I was to smack someone with a pizza, I do think it would be the right hand. <laughs> yeah, uh, but if your right hand, it's her left cheek. If it's, oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Continue. Clearly, I'm so sorry. clearly never slapped somebody with a pizza before. No, I can, I can proudly say I haven't, Connor. Yeah. Now the victim old. told police... <laughs> <laughs> the victim told police that her father, Tyler Warden, 41, came to her ho- home on Sunday afternoon to drop a pizza off. But when she told Tyler that she was not feeling well and asked him to leave with the pizza, Tyler refused and began arguing with her as if, to, I suppose, I brought you this pizza, now you must have it, I don't care if you feel sick. Yeah, it's, it's like, I'm, I hope she wasn't like lactose intolerant or something. And just fucking having this pizza forced upon her. Um, what I would also say as well, in the grand scheme of things, this is a this is quite a small story, but this is going to be in that family for years. Like, <laughs> this is going to be a time. Do you remember when your dad slapped you with that pizza? Yeah, 
That was weird, wasn't it? You, you, yeah, you're not going to like Papa John's or Don Mio's ever again oh, with the your trauma. family. <laughs> the tra- like nobody's sitting around on the Friday going, "Will we get a takeaway? What will we get?" Nobody is going to have the balls to go, "Will we get a pizza?" Or, or, or there'll be like, there, there's one shit stirrer in the family, and it's like, oh, mm. oh, someone might like pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely say that when Tyler stepped outside. Uh, outside of the threshold of the front door, Kristen began to shut the door behind him, and that's when the pepperoni started flying. According right. to the arrest affidavit, Tyler turned around and threw a slice of pizza at Kristen, striking her in the face. Kristen continued yelling at Tyler, telling him to leave, but he refused, and Kristen called 911. Now, this is where Tyler, he comes into his own, because Tyler has the police turn it up now, and Florida man, he's done a bad deed, now, he hasn't done the worst deed in the world. He's yeah. just thrown a pizza at somebody. But he has committed a crime, technically. So he's in a bit of a, a, bit, a, bit of a pickle right now. Pickles on a pizza. Very bold move. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even a pun. Um, so um, deputies arrived at the residence and questioned Tyler, who stated that he had no idea how the tomato sauce had gotten onto the side of his daughter's face, Sean. <laughs> while he's there with like I, I, I don't know why I'm imagining him he has like a big pizza paddle and a chef's hat on <laughs> he's the guy from the Goodfellas ads <laughs> um, reports say that the man had sauce on his hand when authorities questioned him now that could have been from anything he could have just been eating pizza beforehand that's it like it's not that he was caught red handed but oh, no. he had, uh, maybe he had just killed someone, you know? And that's the reason <laughs> Officer, he had red on please! <laughs> it's not the pizza I threw. I threw a body in the river. Oh, right. Go about your business, sir. You're all right. <laughs> that's fair yeah. enough. You know what? I respect the fucking cause. Fair fucks <laughs> to you, boy. Um, he then stated... So then, of course, their follow-up question is, Sean, okay, well, you say that... You don't have no idea how she got tomato sauce on her face. And you have tomato sauce on your hand. So how did it get there? Is mm. the big question. And Tyler's not one to even just leave it as a mystery. Like he wants to solve this just as much as they do. Because he doesn't know. His daughter's been struck. He's he's in shock, so the chap is. Yeah. And so what does he what's what's Tyler's next move? Uh Tyler says he then talked to the police office for, officers for a few minutes and stated that perhaps she had fallen onto the slice of pizza that had maybe fallen onto the floor. So his first thought is maybe she's tripped face first full of pizza. That's how it goes down. Very logical explanation, first of all. Yeah. And uh, uh, they're, they're very famous song, Connor. <laughs> Go you, on. You're familiar. Uh, when the moon hits your eye... Like a big, and, and I'm quoting here, pizza pie. That's amore. <laughs> That's assault. That's fucking assault. That's assault. You've just confessed you're going to prison <laughs> for life. Um, so his, his first thought is, she's fallen over, she's landed in the pizza. I feel like that seems logical. But where Tyler's next mistake was, was that he went too big. Because his first thought was, maybe it's something small. Maybe she did it to herself. Mm. And then as a follow-up, he said... Maybe a burglar did it. Now, Tyler, I don't know what type of burglar you are thinking of, but he breaks into the home. The, you know the classic trope? Breaks into the home, throws a pizza at some woman, leaves, steals nothing. Steals nothing, leaves only pizza. Um, steals dreams of a happy life. I don't think those dreams would have been stolen just because of the pizza incident. I'm not meaning to... Look, if you've been through something, Connor, that's fine. But to me, a, a, a slice of pizza to the face doesn't end everything for me. I'm, I'm giving up. <laughs> At that stage, my, I'm emotionally done. Just nothing makes sense anymore after that. <laughs> How do you explain that? If that can so happen he, in your life. What do you think of Tyler's two ideas? So the police are like interrogating him at this stage. He's got pizza on his hand. And his two follow-ups are she's fallen on the pizza and a burglar has thrown this pizza at her. Uh, I, I, look, the f- in terms of believability, like, 
The first one is a fairly believable scenario. I've never fallen face first into pizza, but I believe it's it very can hard. Happen. Very hard. Very hard. It's yeah. a very flat substance. Uh, yeah. And so, unless it's like, oh, if you fall face first into a Chicago deep dish, though, bye. You're you never coming dr- out. You could drown. <laughs> like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> she's still in there today she's still she's still looking, around, for, looking for the ladder it's a person's report <laughs> the burglar then it'd be a very weird calling card uh, like, <laughs> he steals your flat screen but leaves you a 15 inch you're like okay I mean I suppose <laughs> okay here's a scenario you come home you've been robbed your 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 50 inch TV is I'm gone I'm devastated Connor. Yeah, you're devastated, absolutely. But mm. in its place is a 15-inch Hawaiian pizza <laughs> just sitting on the coffee table. Do you eat the pizza? It's still warm. Oh, do I? <laughs> he could have poisoned it, and then he's going to come back and steal more. But also, free pizza's free pizza, Sean. No such thing as bad pizza, as we There's well no know. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. I think for the first 20 minutes I wouldn't even be mad about the TV because you'd have a pizza. You know, you could just mull over the TV situation. <laughs> I'd put my headphones in and be watching YouTube <laughs> while I'm eating. Just oh man, I wish I could cast this to a bigger screen. <laughs> oh, sh- oh, oh. Well, look, another slice for me. <laughs> um, finally, after 20 minutes of questions, Tyler finally admitted to throwing the pizza but said he thought the door was shut behind him and didn't actually mean to hit his daughter in the face. He Also, he was ashamed of his actions and didn't want to own mm. up to it. Uh, Deputies said that they detected a strong odour of alcoholic beverage on Tyler's breath. Well, he has been taken into custody and this Florida man has been transported to jail and charged with battery. Which I feel like when you're in the jail cell and you're like, what are you in for? And the other guy has battery, but he's like he's actually done something bad. And yeah. his battery is he threw a pizza at somebody. I don't know if that's the coolest story. I mean, it, it, it's not. He also like it's also not a nice thing to do. Yeah, it probably should be in jail if he's if he's just throwing pizzas at people. That's not that's not sound, as we well know. Mm. But, <laughs> sound. Like, how long is he in jail for? For that, twenty-seven years, life, life, death row. <laughs> Dead row. And, and it gets to like, oh, and do you have any requests for your last meal? Well, officer. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not I allowed. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, that scene is a weapon in his yeah, hands. Yeah, it's like someone asking for a knife. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like this Florida man, he's been taken off the streets. The, the world is now safer because he is no longer around to strike people. In the midst of just, like, all this life, pizza is no longer a viable weapon that he can choose. Yeah, like, I, I, like, is there any other foodstuffs that we need to be wary of? What's the most dangerous food, Chad? Oh, pufferfish? Uh, oh, <laughs> puffer, yeah, I suppose. But in terms of, like, street food that you could just get randomly. Um, yeah. Probably, like, nachos. Like a curry. Just, oh, a curry. That'd be devastating to get in your eye. Oh, actually, this happened to me. I was eating a spice bag one time. Oh, for right. God's sake. Right, look. If anyone doesn't know, Sean just tells random stories of his life. <laughs> <laughs> no, This is a very quick one, and you can probably see where it's going. I was eating a spice oh, bag, and I didn't have yeah. a knife and fork, so I was just oh, no. freehanding it. Don't tell me you rubbed your eyes. Oh, I rubbed both my eyes, Connor. And then I thought, <laughs> oh, my eyes hurt. I must rub them. And then I rubbed them again. <laughs> Oh, my eyes are better rub them. Keep rubbing them. Just keep forcing fucking peppercorns into my eyes. I, I was thinking you need more salt and pepper in your eyes. Just, yeah, it freshens them up, you know. I, that that fixed my vision. For anyone who doesn't know, Sean is currently wearing glasses. That's true, I wear glasses. I'm a glasses boy. <laughs> so, Sean, we're going to have to move on to our next piece of news. Now, we start with Florida Man, because yeah. that, that assault um, caught my eye. And I wanted to start because it just made me giggle that his response was it was a burglar. And so we're moving on to our next piece of news. And we have a New Zealand fugitive. And this New Zealand fugitive, he he's done crimes. And okay. he's he should be in jail, but he went on the run instead. 
just for the crack. Right, okay. New Zealand, uh, I, I, I always think of as a magical place where nothing ever goes wrong. So this is big news to me, Connor. New Zealand fugitive charters helicopter to police station. What? <laughs> a man who had been on the run in rural New Zealand hired a helicopter to fly to a police station and surrender eventually. <laughs> So he just gave up. <laughs> James Bryant spent five weeks apparently hiding in a small town in North Otago. Um, he told local media his time there had been great, <laughs> but he was ready to leave the middle of nowhere because he was just bored. <laughs> I, I just, I'd, I'd choose prison at this point, officer. Prisoner's advocate, Arthur Taylor, who brokered the peaceful arrest, said he had taken Mr. Bryan for champagne and oysters on their way to the station. What the fuck is happening? (laughs) New Zealand is a very fascinating country. Waffles, tell us about this. Uh, Waffles, resident New Zealander. Please. Is is that a standard procedure during an arrest? The champagne the and oysters? oysters? And champ- so this guy goes on the run and then he hires his own helicopter to fly into the station. But on the way there to stop off for a lunch. <laughs> Fuck it. Just a spice bag and cans on your way to the guards. <laughs> Taylor, a high profile former inma- inmate who is currently on parole, told reporters outside the central police station it was his first decent meal in weeks, apparently. He'd been the living charges- off rats. The charges Mr. Bryant is facing include um, wounding with intent to injure and three counts of posting harmful digital communications. Police had warned the public that he was considered dangerous and should not be approached. Mr. Bryant Brian told the Daily Times um, that during his time in, oh no, um, Wainakaura? Oh no, oh. Waffles help. Uh, <laughs> I, I think you did the best you could there, Connor. I'm proud of you. I wouldn't have attempted <laughs> I'm sorry it. to those people. Um, he had done a lot of yoga while he was there on the run. Um, but, he eventually, but he eventually decided to hand himself in because he was worried about being labelled a danger to the public. He didn't want his good name ruined. But no. How many people, when they're on the run from the law, just take the time to do yoga in the mornings? I think you really need to have a bit of introspection at that point. Like, I think if you've committed crimes, you need to do, you do sometimes need to find Zen. And just have a moment of just one. Maybe. I Like, yoga is the angriest I've ever been is when I tried to do yoga. Because <laughs> I'm fucking shit When did shit you try to do it. yoga? Arla tried to show me one time and I, just, I got really annoyed and angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why would you get annoyed and angry at yoga? Because it hurts, and I'm I'm bad at it. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair enough. So that you're just really mad at yourself, then. So that your inner zen is coming out. No, I was perfectly happy until I tried yoga. Yeah, but then that just reminded you that you're you're subpar <laughs> at yoga. I don't need reminding of that, Connor. <laughs> that's my arm tattoo, Connor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Every day, I got I got it written backwards on my arm. So when I look in a mirror, it tells me I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> One arm, you're a piece of another arm. Shit. <laughs> they said one arm wasn't long enough. I said I'll do it on both. <laughs> Just run it across. It'll be grand. Um, so he's been, he was on the run. And he was doing a lot of yoga, Sean. You know how it is. And eventually he just decided because he was worried about his rep. So he said, right, look, I'll hand myself in. And so he contacted Taylor to ask him to arrange a peaceful arrest. The two knew each other already because Mr. Bryant had previously helped design Taylor's website. (laughs) So he knew right how to contact him. Mr. Bryant paid for the helicopter himself and told the news because he wanted to come out in style. (laughs) What is this man's setup that he has seemingly unlimited funds but is also on the run as a criminal? I mean, he committed crimes, and I can only assume is he's like, all right, I'm going to go undercover and do like an Avenger, Avengers Infinity War style. I'm going to go five years like Cap undercover, so no governments can find me. And then he did five weeks of yoga and was like, ah, fuck it, fuck. <laughs> where's the helicopter? I'll, at least prison, I'll be warm. <laughs> gonna, no, it's like, sorry. Would it be weird of me to Google New Zealand prisons and just see what they're fucking like? Because I mean. 
go why I don't probably think a it's, Ross Kemp documentary on it but I don't think it's like a hole in the ground either you know it's, okay yeah like it, it it's definitely prison but like it's yeah. grand it, it's nice it's got this man has a guitar in his room that's absolutely fine <laughs> Other guy has pizza. Not fine. Get Not the fuck fine. him out. <laughs> Who gave him pizza? <laughs> it's like bringing metal into Magneto. <laughs> Who fucking ordered takeaway? What the fuck? What's going on? Is there takeaway coming? Jesus, everyone locked down. He's going to get ready. Wait, no, no. It's Chinese. We're grand. We're grand. Oh, you whore, boys. It's, give, give Chopstick John the chopsticks. Don't. He'll fucking kill us. <laughs> no, it's a misnomer. He's he, he's very into Thai food. <laughs> um, so, you have uh, Mr. Bryant. He's a criminal. He went on the run. He did a lot of yoga shots. He eventually just got bored and just paid for a helicopter to head off to the police station. And he just got taken for champagne and oysters on the way there. How do you feel about that? I mean... It is arriving in style. Like, he got his wish in the end. Like, everything mm. that this man wanted to happen happened in this scenario. Like, it wasn't like he was caught and treated like this. No, he could have just stayed on the run, but it was just, he wasn't arsed, really. He was, he was just like, oh, I'll do me six months of prison time and then I'll be on my way. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I'll just, yeah, give me six months and I'll be out. It'll be fine. I can't do another bit of fucking yoga. I Jesus. can't eat any more kale. <laughs> I love gluten. I just love it. And they just I keep said. telling me not to have it. Oh, man. Is gluten bad? This isn't the platform. Apparently. Is it bad for you? Apparently. Well, I don't know. Probably. That's I'm sure Oprah has probably told us that it's bad. That's true. I know some people can't have it, but like, is that, I don't, it's, uh, look, I, we'll get this gluten conversation under our belt after the show, Connor. But right now I need to hear about <laughs> That's weird. for that's for our diet show that we're doing after this. Yeah, after yeah, the diet slash food show that we do. Yeah. Uh, in between it's, it's a new one. We're just trying to get it off the ground. It's called Menus for Hire. No, that's shit. Oh, no, it's not. It's not called <laughs> We're workshopping. We're workshopping at the we'll minute. We'll figure it out. If anyone has any ideas for our food based podcast that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> one episode I like food yeah I'm not I'm pretty pushed about it I'm pretty big on it myself <laughs> I'm pretty good okay tune in next week <laughs> let's see how what our thoughts on food are <laughs> tune in next week when Gordon Ramsay will be joining us <laughs> one week he's already in he's, he's like already- yeah I fucking love comic books lads I'm in <laughs> No, you're not on that show, Garden. <laughs> no, you're on the off, food Gordon. show. <laughs> Tell us about cakes. Um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this is <clears throat> an Italian artist, Sean. Um, mm. Now, we've heard of The Emperor Has No Clothes. Um, we have. Even The Emperor's New Groove. All great stories. Um, but <laughs> All fundamentally the same story. <laughs> same story. But this week I have Italian artist sells sculpture for 15 grand. One thing is different. The sculpture is invisible. I'm sorry. <laughs> Italian artist sells invisible sculpture for 15 grand. <laughs> what? It's invisible. Yeah. So how can there be any value placed on it? Salvatore Garau, a 57-year-old artist from Italy, at a time when the, wor- when the art world, like everybody else, is going through a very difficult time, has achieved a remarkable feat, which should be impossible to do, but he has sold an invisible sculpture for the sum of €15,000. Is it actually invisible, or is it like... <clears throat> glass or some shit like is it actually just nothing you think he's just set in a window (laughs) yeah or yeah maybe like he's turned into woody's diy what is what's the sculpture of so um garo's sculpture christened losono is an immaterial sculpture which in so many words means it does not exist or that if it did exist, that it only exists in the mind of its creator. This is the wankiest many, shit I've ever heard. With many art sceptics criticising the artist's curious creation. Is it a creation? He's just come up with a random idea, probably while he was maybe high or just about to go to sleep. It just... just like, this surely... Inval- like, this, this, this lowers the bar for everyone involved, doesn't it? Like, and here's the thing. <laughs> 
also the most of the thing about art is like oh that's someone who like this has never been done before and that person did it first and that's why it's art so no one else can conceivably do this but i also think this is just fucking taking the piss so here's the thing the price was set at first between 6,000 and 9,000 euro. But when he kept receiving more and more offers, the price increased, Sean. And he ended up selling it for 15,000. So here's what he, how he explains it. He hasn't sold nothing, Sean. He right. sold a vacuum. The vacuum is nothing more than a space full of energy. And even if we empty it and there is nothing left... According to the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, that nothing has a weight. Therefore, it has energy that is condensed and transformed into particles. That is, into us, Sean. So his art is a space, because the space has weight and therefore is a thing. I'm... I'm fairly rusty on the Heisenberg uncertainty principle. It's been myself. a few years since I read over it myself. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I might have thumbed through it in a waiting room or something like that. But yeah, I thought it was that you can either tell how fast something is going or where it is, but not both. I thought that was that principle. Now maybe there's more to it, but I also think he's just saying a bunch of words there to justify the fact that he just stole. 15,000 euro from someone. <laughs> he He's Jaden Smitten 2015. <laughs> is this really? Like, is this what NFTs are? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like this might be the way that art moves forward. Like, I think Michelangelo's looking at this and he just throws his hands up like, ah, for fucks. I put loads of work in. And like, Jesus, this is so easy. Like, it's. It, it's really weird how art is priced in general, because like oh, Banksy must be raging. Banksy must be furious. Fucking <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci's rolling in his grave, and like it, it, it it's like because art isn't priced based on like how much work went into it. It's based on how the perceived value of it is. Because like mm. the Mona Lisa is like fucking this big. It's like an A4 piece of paper, and then you have like the Sistine Chapel, which is the roof of a fucking church. Um, and then you have this fucker who did nothing. He did nothing. But he's very good at talking because he said, when I decide to exhibit an immaterial sculpture in a given space, that space will concentrate a certain amount and density of thoughts at a precise point, creating a sculpture that, from my title, will only take the most varied forms. After all, don't we shape a god we've never seen? That's, huh? But you don't pay 15 grand for the privilege. <laughs> you do have to pay a few to get into the church. They'll pass around that basket fair fucking quick. But I'm, not 15 grand. Not 15 grand. I'm looking at this dude's other work, and it's pretty good. Like, sure. Oh, but maybe, like, no one paid... It's possible no one paid as much attention to him when he was selling actual decent paintings. And they're just paying attention See, also, because he sold nothing. I like the audacity of his next point, and that he says his his work cannot be displayed just anywhere, but must be located in a space measuring about 150 by 150 centimetres that is free from obstructions, with lighting and climate control being optional. So, his thought process... I might fucking have it in this room. (laughs) One and a half metres. Fucking not too bad, lads. <laughs> I'd have a look around thinking, fuck, I've got a few of them lying about the place. Just can't move for all the invisible sculptures in here. <laughs> so you need to have good lighting. You need to have 150 by 150 centimetres, no obstructions, and climate control optimally in the room. I mean... I think that's the best way to put any sort of artwork on the wall. But I feel like the idea, the audacity to be like, ah, yeah, but the free one, you also have to do it. Or the invisible one. I, I like I like the balls, but I feel like nobody should have bought it. No, it is pretty audacious. Like, But who bought it? Who was the person that paid the money for this? Like, because... Do you just have nothing better to do? You know what 15 grand could do in, like, Africa? <laughs> yeah. a, a lot. Lenny Henry is disgusted with this. Like, 
You do, donate. There's so much fucking bad shit going on. Tax the rich. Tax, Tax them. Eat the rich. And then we'll solve everything. <laughs> and then we'll have so many invisible sculptures. Oh, that's like an invisible sculpture for everyone in the world. Like, But don't give money to things like this, please. I feel like um, this will... I seen this headline I thought, this might annoy Sean, because this is occurring. It, How do you y- feel? You have succeeded, sir. Now, mm, what yes. I will say, we do have an invisible Patreon tier, yeah. which is around about the same price. And yeah. you know what you get? You get access to... We actually have a solid gold statue of us punching the Hulk in the face. Um, yeah. And you'll and, get and that. It took a while. It took a while to make, but I made 50 of them. And so, so it's a limited stock, but yeah. high reward. First 50 patrons get it over get there. It. Now, it's invisible, but a lot of work went into it. Because I really had to... I was really trying to sculpt your yoga-loving body. To, to them all the right angles, you know what I mean? Please, please don't describe my yoga-loving body in any angle, Connor. <laughs> so, Sean, we're going to have to move on to our next piece of news. They're selling invisible sculptures. It's really the main essence of that story. Because our next story involves a Liverpool drug dealer, Sean. Not oh, a great start to wholesome. a weird news story. But how do we catch a Liverpool drug dealer? Well... We, could, we have no idea who he is. We've no idea how to track him down. But here's the thing. This drug dealer likes one thing. Mm. Cheese. We know he likes cheese. Is this drug um, dealer a cartoon mouse by any chance? <laughs> cheese photo leads to Liverpool drug dealer's downfall. <laughs> cheese photo? Cheese photo. I'm... All of those words are, like, they're correct words, but in a sentence they make no sense. Please explain. (laughs) A man has been jailed for 13 years after his fingerprints were analysed from a photo of a block of cheese that he put up online. What? He put up a photo of him holding cheese, saying, God, I love cheese, and then they analyse his fingerprints from the photo. Was he, left finger- shit. he left fingerprints on the cheese in uh, the photo. No. <laughs> so he may have thought he was safe because he was using an Encro chat phone. A highly... There's the ice cream man. Shout oh, out to the ice cream man. <laughs> shout out to the ice cream man. He knows it's summer. Um, uh, um, he was using an Encro chat phone, a highly encrypted device used by criminals. However... Police cracked the system last year, leading to the arrest of hundreds of people in the UK. 60,000 users, about 10,000 of them them in the UK, have been identified globally as part of the operation. Holy shit. That's wild. Stuart, 39, of Gem Street, Liverpool, received a 13 and a half sentence. Um, He pleaded guilty to conspiracy to to supply a whole budget of drugs... Um, Detective Inspector Lee Wilkinson said Stewart had been caught out by his love of Stilton cheese <laughs> And not for the first time <laughs> Not for the first time His palm and fingerprints were analysed from this picture And it was established they belonged to him So wait, I'm, I'm very confused about the pic Was, it a f- was there fingerprints on the picture? or No, they found like the picture is of his fingers I want you to look up the photo. Okay. He's holding the piece of cheese. Uh, I'm just going to Google cheese fingerprints. That will definitely give it to me. <laughs> yep. Here we go. <laughs> oh, I thought this was some like artisan cheese like that he found at a local village. No, no, or something he just like put that. up a picture of some stilted cheese that he liked. He's in M&S. He's getting his bits. Yeah. And there's some mature blue stilton crafted by... Yeah. Crafted in Leicester, uh, deliciously rich and creamy. But it is just, he's put up a photo of his fingers there. Like, and they caught him by doing that. That's ridiculous. That's mad that they can do that as well. Um, how stupid do you think your man feels? I mean, yeah, I think if you've been getting away with it for years, and like you're doing all these drugs and you're very, very... <clears throat> you're you're a very big criminal, and then 
how you get taken down is because you just put up a random photo of in MS of you and your love of cheese. I feel like there's no coming back. No, I think like you can't you, you that can't be your story in prison. That can't be how you introduce yourself. Um and also <laughs> he's never gonna be able to enjoy like more than being arrested and sentenced for 13 and a half years this man is never going to be able to enjoy cheese in the same way because it's tainted with this memory he he has like a vendetta against cheese he's yeah like he's like an anti-wallace and gromit (laughs) he's like just attacking cheese and then when he gets out he's gonna go straight for the cows like attacking at source yeah. Oh, he's going straight to the top. Um, <laughs> I'm try- I'm also, this whole time I've been furiously like thinking of cheese puns. Um, oh, good. And there's a load of them, but like they're all they're, they're all fairly like basic. Like, oh, mm. I bet he said "e damn" when he was caught. Like, it's it's not great, you know. Um, nothing you can do with grey air. That's that's hopeless. Uh, <laughs> Let's wa- fucking put that straight to the side. Absolutely no need for it. No, let, let's brie a bit more sensible. Okay. Bri- brie a bit. Okay, it's getting better. It's getting, getting be- better. Let's workshop. Okay, what's next? Okay. Uh, oh. You can see uh, these until you're blue cheese in the face. Very good. Very mm. good. Uh, the jokes okay. are getting a bit stilted now. <laughs> Not as good as brie, but we're coming back. <laughs> we're coming back. We're coming back. Uh, I'm doing. Uh, Hello, me best. <laughs> I'm doing hello, me best. I thought it was me pretty hearties. good. <laughs> me That's pretty good. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Standard, fairly standard. Uh, I was trying desperately to fit in cheddar, but it doesn't go with anything. No, uh, like a lot of cheddar in drug dealing, I guess, because of money. <laughs> but but I, so I, literally just the word. Not yeah. really a pun, then, is it? And so, like, okay, so imagine in the police station, right? They have the mm. the, the wall of red thread connecting all of the pictures. Uh, yeah. You might call it the cheese string. I mean, you wouldn't. I feel like you wouldn't, though, Sean. You might call it red <laughs> string more than a cheese string. The cheese string, though, because cheese string. Hmm. <laughs> you worked so hard for something so mediocre. The setup was a lot there. Um, so imagine you're in a police station right right there's 14 walls right and one of the walls has a slight bit of string and you think wow that's almost similar to cheese string well look it's it's like if you were in the maternity ward and there was some kind of device that was rung every time a baby was born the baby bell Okay, okay, that's... Okay, you've got me back in. That's really good. <laughs> Thanks. Proud of that one. Um, so, Sean, do you feel like when he gets caught, it's just like, did you catch me through all my crimes? No, we caught you because you love cheese. That's your one reason that you're going down. That, that If you hadn't, if you were lactose intolerant, you would be off mm. the hook forever. That's, that's always the problem. It's always the problem, like fucking enzymes, man. Another down, another drug dealer off the street because of enzymes. <laughs> That's like a weird HBO detective show. They're just catching people because of enzymes. <laughs> so it's it's true detective, but with cheese. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's a good one. <laughs> um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean. And this involves a thief who actually had a cool getaway. And Impossible it's on just weird a, news. It's just a small story. But I read this and I thought, that's actually a smart thing to use. Because we've done a lot of stories of getaway vehicles being like taxis. And sometimes the guys will get into like a Lamborghini and just drive away or some like yeah. really obvious car. And get out of there. But now we have a thief who stole goods worth 47 grand and has su- successfully escaped. Still has not been caught. This is in the Czech Republic, Sean. And um, the police there are investigating a rather unusual case. As a thief broke into an office and stole valuables worth $47,000. To escape the crime scene, 
the individual also took the keys of the company's garbage truck, specially designed to collect plastic waste, and the criminal drove the vehicle to a nearby village and parked it at a children's playground. And he then left the vehicle without a trace. And so right. um, the truck didn't go, on, didn't go unnoticed and eventually the police returned it back to its owner. The logic behind the looter's operation is pretty smart because if he tried to flee from the crime scene in any other obvious vehicle, he would be pretty much suspicious to anyone. But garbage men, nobody's going to look twice at the garbage truck leaving the, the office at like 7 in the morning. That is true. Um, and, and yet you could conceivably go anywhere. And it would just be like, oh, there's a garbage truck. That's fine. Um, yeah. And then, so, and obviously it's going to be tracked as well if it belongs to the company. So he ditched it as soon as possible. Um, I can only use imagine. Use it to get out. Use it to get out. He loaded all of the, like, because he's a bastard as well. So he loaded all the playground toys and things like that into the back of the plastic recycling truck. While they're playing. Like all the kids are coming running towards the dodgeball set. And he's just <laughs> fucking the balls into the truck. Nope, just the slide going in, the monkey bars. It's a whole thing. The slide! And no, and he also has like one of those wood chippers. And he's just like putting the slide slowly into it while never breaking eye contact with the group of four year olds. He's just slowly using the seesaw and it's like getting chipped off bit by bit as it goes. <laughs> And there's a kid on the other end. You better get off quick, Timmy. <laughs> Just slowly reverse it into the seesaw. <laughs> I mean, I seen this and I was like, we never get smart criminals. This is very strange and weird news. But it stands out because he's in the middle of the crime and he's stolen 47 grand worth of valuables. And he must be on the way out. And then he sees the, the fucking garbage truck. And he's just like, ding, ding, I think we have a getaway vehicle instead of me trying to carry all this shit. I can throw it into that, and maybe not into the back, maybe into the front. Because imagine he threw it into the back. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, you're never going to believe this. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, Lord. Oh, it's like he has the bag at the front that is like his local bins. <laughs> that he, he was like, I'll throw these into the back. <laughs> and he has them beside him in the front seat, and he's like, where the fuck's the bag full of gold? Oh, no. Oh, no. It's non-recyclable. <laughs> it's that cube. <laughs> the, um... The, in term, What, like... Does it say what the 47 grand of valuables, like, what that was made up of? Or, like... It doesn't. We don't kay. know what he stole to get 47... But he was in an office area, so I'm assuming, like, computers and TVs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm assuming like it's like a heap of like laptops and iPads and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Um or one very expensive laptop. <laughs> oh yeah, like a proper like uh, these MacBook these days. I'll oh, tell you that. Oh god. Huh? And you, you only have add-ons. one charger and all this. Sh- oh, that's just that joy from friends. <laughs> Why name. don't they just give you a USB line? It doesn't make any sense, Sean. Why isn't there an SD card reader in a MacBook Pro? That's a weird it doesn't one. Make it- oh, when I bought the when I got my MacBook and it didn't have a USB thing. And I was like, oh, I have to buy a converter as well. That's interesting. Oh, and how much does Apple charge for? 80 quid. Oh, 80 quid. Did you pay for that? Put the fucking stick me mouse in. Bit of a USB mouse. That's interesting. Lads. Lad, God help you if you want to rip a CD. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you ripping CDs? I just, I like the, I like the misery. <laughs> Spotify is there and you've got you're paying like for a full account you're like fuck it I'll rip the CD stick it to me walk but I'm gonna show them I just just like and I, I now, then I have like a CD to cassette converter uh. <laughs> you're like recording songs from the radio on your little cassette happy out so I was <laughs> it's gonna be good now on my daily walks gonna God. be listening to this Two sides going to flip it over on the way home. Oh, it's a good one. That's a good one. Um, so, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And we are going to Florida, woman. Um, because Florida. she has been... I mean, this headline, I think, sums up Florida. Like, no other headline. Because I have... Florida woman found naked in Florida storm drain is rescued for the second time. 
Oh, I think I think this one. This is one of the rare stories that slipped through to me. I think it was posted up on Reddit um, in like r slash Florida. Um, yeah, and I didn't click into it, but I saw this headline about about woman found in the storm drain again. A woman who was missing for three weeks and then rescued from a Florida storm drain found herself in another underground tunnel system in Texas over the weekend, according to media reports. Lindsay Kennedy, 43, climbed out of a six-foot drain pipe Saturday night and was taken to a hospital. Her mother told West Palm Beach, um, news-based station, Kennedy had been checked into a rehab facility in Texas when she wandered off again. So she has come out of a drain in Florida, has been sent off to a rehab centre in Texas, and suddenly finds herself in another drain having to be taken out. How big are, st- are storm drains the thing from it? Uh, uh, yes, I think right, so. Right, okay, so you can conceivably fit down them. That's... Oh, yeah, that, that this becomes funny when you hear how she got down there. Because oh. she was last seen in the area and near the Dallas suburbs, I'd already said. And Kennedy's friend, Brady Morgan, told the news outlet that uh, the Grand Prairie officer spotted her. When they approached her... She slipped into a nearby storm drain. <laughs> Just like yeeted out of there. She like fully. Do you go feet first or head first? Oh, I think head first I definitely die. But feet yeah. first I might live. Feet first you get to keep eye contact with the officers who are trying to arrest you. Which is more unsettling to them? Because if she like full on like dolphin dives into the storm drain. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, but I think eye contact is more intimidating. If like, you're just she's crawling backwards up. like the the ring girl. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, just straight into the storm drain. She didn't. I'm I'm correct in thinking she didn't go into the storm drain in Florida and then wash up in Texas. No, she came out of the storm drain in Florida first. Right. Was sent to a rehab center in Texas and then went into another storm drain. I'm with you. She likes the storm drains. It's a comfort. She just has a, she has a thing. She loves it. She's a big fan of it. She has that yellow raincoat, little yeah. red balloon. We've all seen what, the movie. What, <laughs> her family tracked her using an app on her cell phone that noted her last location prior to going underground. As a precaution, her loved ones dropped bags of food and Gatorade in nearby manholes in an effort to sustain her. <laughs> She's she's a sewer people now. All we can is, hope is that she emerges eventually. There, that is accepting of your child's choices. Oh I yeah, mean, like, that is the most like, supportive oh, you can possibly be. There's like, oh, I support you when you want to become a musician full time, Timmy. But then there's, I will support you when you become a lizard sewer person. Or like, yeah, you can do the podcasting thing for a while. <laughs> Exactly. There's the same, no money right? in that. No money. Sure. Sure. What did you be doing that for? And it's like has the anyone, radio. Has everyone seen the Joey uh, yeah. back in the blog meme over on Twitter? I feel like that might be just a very Irish thing that we've taken over. That I don't know. Has that gone worldwide yet? I think it is just Irish. Like it's 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 a very Irish. Um, it just Irish shows people. Matt LeBlanc from the Friends reunion with his arms crossed. And he looks the exact same as every old man in an Irish pub. Every Irish old you. fella, just yeah, and just like good natured, but like not really getting things. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's always there's so many of them where like he's his arms crossed. He's like a history degree now, and would there be jobs in that or yeah, or what's the story with that? Media, sure, you'll remember me when you get an Oscar, won't you? Huh? <laughs> remember huh? me when you're on the radio, huh? Won't you? <laughs> when you're famous. <laughs> I think that is just an Irish thing, but it's quite good. <laughs> I think I would recommend anyone doing that. It's very funny. Uh, just look it up on Twitter. Um, it's I think it's called just the Matt LeBlanc meme. And it's all good natured as well, which is my favourite part of it. Yeah, it's not mean. There's No, no one's the butt of the joke. Just Google Matt LeBlanc Ireland and it'll come up. <laughs> Yeah, and um, so as a precaution, her loved ones were dropping bags of food and Gatorade in nearby manhole, Sean, in an effort to sustain her. 
And so in March, Kennedy was pulled out of a storm drain while naked in Florida's Delray Beach, having having been missing for three weeks. By God, three weeks in a storm drain. Yeah. She told authorities she became trapped while exploring a tunnel she found while swimming in a canal near her boyfriend's home. Canal to tunnel to storm drain. Now I feel like first time around that excuse is okay. You turn up twice in the same in like within three months. I'm thinking you just love storm drains. I'm thinking you're spending your morning, noon, and night figuring out how can I next get into a storm drain. <laughs> yeah, how can I get from my present location to a storm drain? Is her first and only thought every morning. Yeah, it's like even when she's in Texas, she's like, "Oh, I know there's one nearby." <laughs> she's like on Google, trying not like to find near restaurants. She's like looking for storm drains. Would they not send water down instead of Gatorade? What I mean, you don't want to wash her out. Like, what do you mean, like uh, through the tunnels? No, 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 no. Like the way they're sending out food and Gatorade, mm. surely some water would be helpful. Maybe the Gatorade is better because it has sugar in it as well. Might give her energy. Maybe, but also you do need water to live. Maybe send she both. loads of water. There's loads of water around the place. Not Don't drink storm drain water. Yeah, it's down the sewers. Worked no, for Donatello. That's, I, I don't think they ever drank water. <laughs> Those turtle boys. After she was rescued, it hardly said that she was so weak she couldn't stand on her own. I don't know how much longer she would have been okay down there, said the fire rescue spokesperson. Um, the idea that somebody might be down there for any length of time is mental. <laughs> it's dirty, dangerous, there's snakes, there's rats, there's garbage, dirt and leaves. Anything that's on the street that washes into the sewer. And it smells terrible. I don't know how she was down there for that long. <laughs> I like how this man's as baffled as we are. <laughs> like, no, it doesn't make sense. Twice! She's twice. down there twice! For weeks at a time. She went down there once, thought, this is lovely, went back down again. I'm baffled by sewer systems, by the way. Like, it's just Go mad on. that... I just think it's mad that... Look, it's great that they exist. Beats the yeah. Victorian way of doing things. But also, yeah. it's wild that you can just fucking go down there and walk around. You can't do that in Ireland, can you? I don't think so. But I'm also no. not sure. Because I mean, surely yeah, if there's a, a block harder. or something. It's a lot harder. I, like, I feel there's designated access points and they're not readily accessible to the public. No. Um, but like, I, I, I don't know what, like, I get that you have to be able to access them in case there's a massive blockage or someone falls down a storm drain or anything like that. Yeah. But surely there's like is it just that they've been built so long and it's more of a hassle to find a new solution that we're all just running with and just, that's how it works I'm, now i mean i feel like you have a a gap big enough that somebody can keep eye contact with and slip down i think that gap is too big i think it needs to be grills all the way you're oh you're bringing it well you work for big grill though so i work for big I'm mad about barbecue. You know that about me. It's true. He's always he's he's. I've never seen a man as happy to see the sun. So he was like, "Oh, it's barbecue season. Big Grill's going to be I, happy." I actually actively dislike the sun <laughs> as a very white, white, white man. That's very true. Do you know I've been burned twice in the two days we've had sun. <laughs> you have not, have you? Have yeah. But back of my neck that's is an fucked. Ir- that's an Irish man problem. Just one piece of what was it? Twelve degrees. Pretty hot. It was 22, I'll have you know. 22? The hottest, hottest day of the year so far, Connor. Yeah, but like that's... 22 to us is like amazing. 22 to everyone else is like, that's a bit shit. That's a fairly standard fucking day. <laughs> What's that in Fahrenheit? Uh, 22 Celsius in Fahrenheit. 70? Let me just do the quick maths in my head there, Connor, and I'll work Se- that out 74. Uh, 71.6. Oh, that is a pretty good. That was actually pretty close. Fuck, how'd you do that? <laughs> Just good. Just smart. The uh, a, a simple trick is if you multiply the temperature in Celsius by 2, then add 30, you roughly get to the Fahrenheit temperature. Jesus, no. No. Sean, just really quickly. What's your thoughts on this woman living in storm drains, though? 
Oh, uh, look, how hot is it in a storm drain? Let me check. <laughs> um, no. Um, uh, would it, it sounds, be warmer or colder? I think storm be, drain. I think it'd be colder because of all the water and concrete that's mm. around you. Um, I also think if I was in that situation, even for 10 minutes, I would wash myself for a week and never feel clean. I but like, after 20, I think you'd forget. The smell would go away. That's true. But then you'd come out and you'd smell yourself. And yeah, but at that point, your your level of smell is gone. If you've been sitting around with all the rats and the shit for you, weeks... You go smell blind at that point. S- smell blind. They had an ad about that. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What ad was that for? I don't know. What's, I, the spray I, thing. He's got nose blind, was the ad. It's... Uh, Febreze. Is it Febreze? I think it's Febreze. Okay, okay. Well, oh, you work for big Febreze now as well. I, do, I work for them and the barbecue place, but if you spray one or the other, everything blows up. Oh, God, you have a very, a very uh, dangerous job, Connor. But you don't want to mix them up. Well. I've done it. <laughs> I've done it multiple times. I ended up in a storm drain. No family. All gone. <laughs> gone to the Febreze barbecue fight of 06. <laughs> <laughs> so Florida woman has decided that she decides living in the storm drain, no matter where in the country, is better than living above ground. Is this the beginning of a storm drain populace? Maybe thinking, a storm... Go on. I, I was going to say storm people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, storm people. Uh, storm people. Like, I just... I, like, there, there are lots of space down there. Uh, cheap. Uh, mm. Good access to local facilities. Uh, True. And lots of shade in the summer, you know, like it's there's too a, much shade, almost no sun whatsoever. Obviously, you might become some kind of sewer dwelling uh, mole people, perhaps. Is this the beginning of Futurama? I was. Just, Is she starting a movement? Some, yeah, some kind of mutant colony uh, located in the sewers. Is this is the start of um, Demolition Man, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. God, imagine Demolition Man was the movie that got the future right. That nails it. Smack bags of Esther Stallone's gonna look the same. Wesley and Snipes still around. Big feature of that movie, uh, the fast food wars, where Pizza Hut oh, came yeah. out on top. And Sandy Bullock hasn't aged a day since. No, it all starts making sense. All starts making sense. We got uh, Stallone, and they're both still around. So <laughs> it's all gonna happen. It's all we've all seen the movie. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> is this Florida woman going to be queen of the underground when we go down there eventually? Oh, oh, maybe. And she's just, like, slowly adding to her ranks in, like, secret She's taking one extra person down, lowering them down with Gatorade. She's turning into the it creature, but starting her own populace. I, but to what end? Just to become... Just, yeah, ruler? become over... Eventually, like, so powerful that you can overcome cities. Like, a city can't defend itself if you just start having armies coming out through manholes. This is... Incredible! St- this is the underminer you're thinking of. It is, yes. I'm thinking of the underminer, yes. <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. Excellent video game. <laughs> um, Sean, I think that's it for this week's weird news. What a week! We went from pizza fights to storm drains in a matter of an yes. hour. Oh, in I a don't... matter of an hour, yes. Um, I'm hoping cover. my mic sounds okay. I we don't know. It sounds good to me, but I'm not actually listening to that mic right now. You don't know. You don't know at the minute. You're a liar. Um, uh, Sean, would you like to take us out? Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesdays. We will be back Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and then next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thanks goes out to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash heroes for hire podcast. We hope everyone enjoyed our Superman Returns review that we did. Um, $5 a month you get access to that as well as all of our other movie reviews, everything we've ever done, Spider-Man 3, Mask of the Phantasm, Phantom Menace, uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That one was a highlight. Um, yeah, that was so pretty good. Head on over there. We also do have a game we play where I will read out any name that anyone puts in. So big thanks goes out to the official third host, Waffles, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, JoeRateMyHemsworth.com, Click Rate, Click Luke, Refresh Repeat, Never Give Up, Hickok Didn't Bernie. Ray, things the heroes for hire are never going to do. Give you up, let you down, run around, desert you, make you cry, say goodbye, tell a lie, or hurt you. 
Ging, Roisin Shrodoshin Halley, Ryan Satron Paint Evanson, Sean Bone Jamieson, Dominic Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Maureen has the fry on Helmroos, Lil Dicky, there can only be one Highlander but three Lowlanders McGrew, and Danny McLaughlin. Thanks everyone very much for the continued support. It really helps out the show. One way you can always help out the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. Or you can head over to any of our social medias. So Twitter at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Heroes for Hire Podcast. We do also have a group for us to chat in. It's Detective Divilman's discussion group. Or the Instagram Heroes for Hire Podcast. Email any questions or queries then to Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. But I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Mee. I will see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. 